0: to do together. Our Father, we come to you this morning and uh, we thank you for your presence among us and we ask now that as we look together at some things from your word that you would speak into our lives and uh, help us to understand you better. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, did you have a good Christmas? We tend to ask each other that uh, as Christmas goes and the next day comes, as it were. So I do wonder whether your expectations were met or whether there was disappointment for you. Some of us, I know, would actually have dreaded Christmas this year and for you at Christmas there are too many things spoken of in regard to family and friends and so on that are just not true for you and so it doesn't measure up and simply makes you feel sad. Christmas can be a reminder of shattered dreams, of dashed hopes, and we wonder how we're going to get through. Well, whether we like it or not, Christmas does come, and Christmas has now happened. And the good news is that if Christmas was hard for you this year, you're here today, and you did get through, and we're glad for you. But I also wish to add very quickly that Christmas is exactly for you, and I hope that becomes clear as we continue. One thing that we can all relate to at Christmas time is the lead up to Christmas with the preparations for Christmas all around us. The Christmas tree goes up, there are lights on some houses, decorations in the shops and malls, decorations in some churches, and they stay around at least for a little while after. And I must say, the decorations here at St Matthew's do look fantastic. Some houses are lit up in an extraordinary way and we're probably aware of the Davidson area extravaganza. People been there where there's just a street of lights everywhere. If you've never been, it's actually a mind-blowing experience, that little stretch. But for most of us there is something either on small or large scale in our homes. The cards received, displayed, reminding us how many people still do love us. And all of us become aware that Christmas is here. As we celebrate, most of us I trust will have celebrated with family and friends or just a group of people maybe that we've uh, just come into contact with as we did. Uh, We, because our daughter wanted us to do this, we went and shared with 100 people uh, on Christmas at lunchtime and many of the people there would have otherwise been on their own. We were with each other and it was good to be together. For some of us, there will be the nativity scene, and in many churches on Christmas Eve, especially, the nativity play is rehearsed. And the questions are asked: Who will baby Jesus be this year? And the most recently born children, I guess, uh, the parents of those kids are asked: uh, Will you be happy to have alive Jesus this year? And then they trust Mary and Joseph to look after baby Jesus, as it were. And I must confess, I've done a bit of juggling as I've seen uh, Mary and Joseph look after Jesus, wondering if they're actually going to hang on to him. At Christmas, Jesus gets more spoken of probably than at any other time of the year, maybe because it's easier to speak of him as a child. For me, I must say the name of Emmanuel given to Jesus at his birth, meaning that God is with us, I find profoundly stirring. The name Emmanuel, not used of Jesus again, but always true of Jesus. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you through his poverty might become rich. The whole message of Christmas, wonderfully exciting, stupendous is a word that comes to my mind. And as I heard our Christmas messages through David and Bruce, Uh, I have to say it thrilled my heart to be reminded of all that Jesus had done for us. As you reflect on it, beyond imagining really, isn't it, that God and the Lord Jesus Christ eternally existing before all worlds would at a moment in time enter into our lives in our human flesh as a vulnerable baby and say in doing that, I'm here for you. I'm here for you to know what it's like being you and to know that I am with you. I'm here for you as the perfect man God and I'm here for you all the way to the cross. It is marvellous, it's beyond imagining and we struggle for superlatives. Then sometime soon the decorations will come down, traditionally I think the 1st of January and most of us will make sure this happens sometime in January And mind you, I've still seen Christmas cards through house windows well into the year. But I'm left wondering if when we pack up the tree, bring down the decorations and life takes over, all the reminders put away for another year, the nativity scene stacked away and there goes Jesus for another year. But I thought he was God with us. I thought he was God with us and now he's gone. I do wonder with all the visual reminders gone, all the excited conversations gone, all the let's be nice to each other, it's Christmas greeting, uh, we exchange gone. Like well, Christmas, you know, we even smile at each other on the course as we pass each other. All gone. And the Christmas spirit, we have to all confess, rarely laughs, does it? As the year progresses, glimpses are there, here and there, maybe... Well, over the past year, as David reminded us recently at St Matthews, we've been reflecting, I think Bruce again reminded us this morning, we've been reflecting together Sunday by Sunday on the life of Jesus in St Luke's Gospel. It has been a great time. We've enjoyed it immensely, haven't we? And I have in my notes here that just in case there was an after Christmas muffled response as we have here, um, believe me, we really did enjoy it. Now, our reading today from John's Gospel tells us a few things that are incredibly helpful, I believe, and life-changing in regard to Jesus' name, Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus, speaking to the disciples of the day, says, as he approaches what's the pivotal moment in God's revelation, that is, Jesus dying, rising again and ascending, the Christ events which retrospectively define Christmas, all defining moments for the whole human race. And in time we know that Jesus will return, making that truth crystal clear that anyone who has ignored Jesus will be unable to ignore him on that day, which I find personally a frightening reality. Jesus earlier in John is recorded saying these striking words, Because I live, you also will live. I will not leave you as orphans, I will come to you before long. The world will not see me anymore but you will see me and because I live, you also will live. So Jesus tells the disciples that he's going away and yet they'll not be left alone like orphans caring for themselves without, without him being there and because he lives, they will live. Words which reach their full meaning after his death and resurrection Jesus, the one who's gone from us, will somehow be with us and his life will then give us life. He then says this, it is for your good that I am going away. It's for your good that I'm going away. Many of us sometimes imagine, I think, that if only we could have lived when Jesus was alive, it would be so much easier to have faith. It is for your good that I go away. Why would he say that, we wonder? Well, let's just have a look at Jesus' explanation. He says this, Unless I go away, the counsellor will not come to you, but if I go, I'll send him to you. And earlier uh, we read this in John's Gospel, I will ask the Father and he will give you another counsellor to be with you forever. And we think of that, another counsellor, Jesus is speaking here of the Holy Spirit, as the one who is that other counsellor, but he's referring to himself as the first counsellor. All that we celebrate in Christmas in the name, Emmanuel, God with us, and then experience as we explore the life of Jesus is continued through all of life for us through the gift of the Holy Spirit to us. The Holy Spirit is spoken of as being sent by Jesus and also sent by the Father, He's not some spiritual power made available to us, although he is indeed all-powerful, but in the Father and the Son sending the Holy Spirit, Jesus remains at this hour the present Emmanuel. God with us, the Holy Spirit, is deity himself, the Spirit of Jesus dwelling among us and dwelling in us. The One who promised sorry, the one who himself is spoken of as wonderful counsellor. Jesus has prophesied in in Isaiah where it says this, and he'll be called wonderful counsellor, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And whatever you know about the life of Jesus, if you're able to have a think about your favourite moments, what we have recorded in the life of Jesus in the Gospels, I wonder what you would think of, where we get a glimpse of the reality of him as counsellor, which carries the various meanings of it as helper, comforter, advocate and the one who comes alongside us. So when you think of the life of Jesus, what incidents stand out for you, I wonder? Jesus at the outset of his earthly ministry with the crowd who had gathered in the synagogue in Galilee reads from another passage of Isaiah and, and the passage is this. The spirit of the Lord is on me because he's anointed me. Listen then to what he says. To proclaim good news to the poor, he sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners, recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And he's reading from a scroll and he rolls it up, puts it down and the eyes of all are focused on him and he says, Today this scripture is fulfilled in your presence. And apart from recognising in this the Christ reality that here in the person of Jesus is none other than God's Son eternally existing, God's anointing of him, the fulfilment of God's promise of Saviour, clearly we see here the role of Jesus as the counsellor which will be carried out by him as compassionately he brings healing and freedom to many, mercy and grace through proclamation and deed. And we see evidence of this in the life of Jesus over and over again. And because we're at a time of celebration, let's consider a time of celebration in the life of Jesus as guests at a wedding in Cana of Galilee where Jesus helps the bridegroom not just save face but makes him actually look very good. They've run out of wine and it's very embarrassing that it's kept quiet and we might bring a bottle of wine to a gathering wondering wondering if it will hit the spot. But Jesus comes with nothing in his hand but takes the water at the reception, turns it into the best wine. Such a good drop, it prompts the master of the banquet to inquire of the bridegroom, you've saved the best until now. And there's of course an element of humour here that I sense. Yes, there is indeed a miracle identifies Jesus as the Son of God, Lord of creation, but a wonderful, gracious act among other things, a compassionate, generous act of mercy in the midst of the normal passages of life. How to win friends and influence people? Eat your heart heart out. Well, you may be familiar with the incident where there is the paralysed man let down through the roof where Jesus is staying in a friend's house. And Jesus is undistracted by the falling tiles and the chaos of the moment, but immediately attends to the hidden needs of the man. And I'm awestruck that Jesus is beyond the man's obvious serious physical ailment to the key spiritual question, the man's need as for all of us. How can I have my sins forgiven? And there are many instances where we see the truth of Jesus as comforter, counsellor, helper. And then we find ourselves through the Gospels witnessing Jesus going and dying on the cross as advocate. And there he says, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. And to the repentant feast, dying alongside of him, he says, today you'll be with me in paradise. We could go on and on thinking and reflecting for a moment about this compassion, this uh, counsellor, advocate reality of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm sure you're thinking, well, what about, what about... And we see in these stories Jesus as counsellor. And all that embraces and we see that Jesus was very present, unmistakably present. The people I'd want to suggest to you knew it and they felt it. In Jesus there is one who is all love, all magnificent, all powerful, all giving, all gracious, all peace. He indeed is peace and Jesus we know is the Prince of Peace. He says to the disciples of the day, in this world you'll have trouble, but be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. And yet, here Jesus says, it's for your good that I go away. I'll send the counsellor, he will come to you. And do you think for a moment that the disciples were wondering after that as to whether he was there with them or not, as he said he would be? Would they not have also known it, When the Holy Spirit came upon them? Would this not have been for all generations? Would not Jesus mean for us to know it and to sense it too today? And just like all of our relationships, we have moments of highs and a, a high sense of someone's presence. Other times we feel the absence of people, even though they're absolutely present. Husbands and wives say to each other sometimes, don't they? Are you there? wondering, is he or she truly listening at the moment? Uh, for example, I might be relating to each other about the day and to tell their story of what's happened. Where are you? Where are you? That is, where are you in your head at the moment? And if if the TV is on the cricket, uh, the answer's not difficult to know. She's watching the cricket. <laughs> or if the children are here listening, they know that while they're eating Christmas lollies and playing... With their gifts, they may well appear not to be present when they're asked to come to get ready for bed. But we all recognise that there are high times and low times when we sense the presence of someone is real and tangible and then apparently absent, even though present. And we know that in this case, our humanity is a factor. Yet in our right senses, we would say, yes, I know that is true, that my family and my friends are there for me. And so it is when it comes to God. In the midst of life, sometimes with pain and suffering, confusion and questions, when we might be numb to the sense of God with us, yet then as well amidst the celebrations and joy, we can know through the Holy Spirit the truth of the promises of God, that nothing can separate us from Him, nothing can separate us from His love. God is with us and what the holy spirit does is communicates christ to us and i think jesus words for your good are there for us to recognize too what he had in mind for all of us god desires us to know and experience the reality of his presence in the person of the holy spirit through the holy spirit to know him experience him in our midst both corporately as his people In our midst as as communities, God's spirit is over all creation and we're told that creation is actually groaning. And with us as his sons and daughters, as we live out our lives, enabling us to know him as we seek to live, to please him and to serve him. So then through the Holy Spirit, the spirit of Christmas remains all year, every year. And I remind us again, there will be high times and low times the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Jesus, now ministers to us as Jesus did. To help us identify the Spirit at work in our lives, I just want to remind us of of two significant aspects of the Spirit's work among us. As Christ sends his Spirit, it is for us a seal on the one hand and a guarantee and on the other hand it testifies, he testifies with our spirits bringing comfort, counsel and help. So then we see in these words that he is a seal and a guarantee. He set his seal of ownership on us and put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, when you believed you were marked with him, with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. So as a person believes, they are marked with a with a seal, of the promised Holy Spirit. And the Spirit becomes to us an inner witness. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God and by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. So then the Holy Spirit brings Jesus to us. He brings him right into us, into our hearts. He makes Jesus real to us. We sense him. We become aware of his reality. And the incredible thing is that he does this initially through convicting us of sin. He convicts us of its awfulness. He convicts us of its inability to stand comfortably in the presence of God because of God's righteousness. And he convicts us that sin must be judged. And all of a sudden, through the Spirit, we recognise that Christ's reason for coming so that he dies as our sacrifice makes sense to us because the spirit of truth is upon us and he witnessed to our spirits of the truth of God, the truth of Jesus and the truth of our being sons and daughters of God. So, I trust we're able to see how wonderful the gift of the spirit is to us. Tenderly bearing with our waywardness, striving with our rebellious wills, quickening us from death to sin, training us for eternity and just like a loving nurse with a helpless child, we find that he's generous, forgiving, tender, patient and all his works are good, prompting us always for good, for good thoughts and for good actions. So many indicators of Christmas. Cards, presents, trees, lights, decorations. You cannot miss it, can you? It's very evident. And so I want to say this morning, so it is with God's Spirit. The Holy Spirit opens your eyes to the truth of God's Word, opens your heart to the spiritual realities through Jesus of his forgiveness and compassion, mercy and grace. You know through the Holy Spirit that you are loved by God and the Holy Spirit enables you to open your hands to receive all this and in turn to give love to others. God offers us by the Spirit a fresh kind of relationship with Himself and at the same time a fresh kind of relationship with our neighbours and with the whole of creation. The renewal of human lives by the Spirit provides the energy through which damaged and fractured human relationships can be mended and healed. God offers us by His Spirit the gift of being at last what we know in our bones we were meant to be, creatures that live in both dimensions of his created order. What is on offer through the gift of the Holy Spirit is a coming together of heaven and earth. Jesus ascended at the right hand of his Father in heaven, presences himself now on earth through the Holy Spirit, whom he sent and now who dwells with us and lives in us. Friends, we welcome Christmas with decorations and trees, special foods, celebratory drinks and the reality of Christmas is meant to stay with us long after the tree and the decorations are packed away. I want to say that today what we welcome at Christmas is for the whole of life and indeed for eternity through the gift of the Holy Spirit. Jesus has gone but Jesus has sent his Holy Spirit among us as another counsellor just like himself to be our advocate, our guide. Witnessing to our spirit, guaranteeing all that God has promised to be true, enabling us to live that we are called to live and bringing Christ to the world through us. The Holy Spirit has been sent by the Father through the Son and it's God's will for us to be daily aware of him, his presence with us, his dwelling in us. Friends, we honour Jesus by honouring the Holy Spirit. We honour our Heavenly Father by honouring the Holy Spirit and we take hold of the Holy Spirit and let him take hold of us. Moment by moment, Jesus is among us. Jesus lives in us. Jesus lives in and through us. Yes, Jesus is gone, but he's still here through the Holy Spirit and because he lives, we live too. Let me pray. Gracious Lord, we ask you to pour out your Holy Spirit upon us. Our dear Heavenly Father, thank you for your love and mercy in giving us the Lord Jesus. Thank you for the wonder of his birth, the extraordinary grace to us in the cross. Father, thank you for the gift of your Holy Spirit. Thank you that in giving us the Holy Spirit, he witnesses to our spirits the presence of the Lord Jesus bringing us the truth of forgiveness and eternity. Thank you that he is your guarantee for all that the Lord Jesus has given us in saving us. May all that you intend for us in the gift of the Spirit be real to us. Fill us with your Holy Spirit this morning, we ask. May we know him as our helper, our comforter, our advocate and counsellor each day of our lives. And as we greet 2014 that we will draw close to Jesus and grow in him. Amen.